welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And yes, I am Liv Harrison. You are watching the only late night show that doesn't go too far. <laughs> yeah, probably far enough. Taylor Schroll is here today because he is my in-studio producer and one of my closest friends, whether he likes it or not. And today's guest is someone that we both really love and adore, but we don't want to talk about her yet. We want to talk about our childhood, because I know that Taylor loves discussing my past, my childhood, my memories when he was just a wee babe. <laughs> and by that, I mean not alive. When I was a young warthog. <laughs> I don't even know what that When means. I was a young warthog. You don't know that movie? Of course I do. <laughs> but I love that that's what you went with. You went with Nathan Lane. That's Were we not both young warthogs at some point? I mean, that's true. <laughs> Thank you for saying at some point. I appreciate that, Taylor. That is maturity and growth. Oh, man. There it is. I was trying to be so nice. You were trying you so hard. <laughs> anyway, so Taylor, here's what I wanted to ask you. I, as you know, love to talk about growing up in Louisiana. It's your favorite conversation. But this is true. We had like a final, like a final, uh, like a fancy let me say that dining, like a formal dining room. That's the word. Formal. For formal, 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 <laughs> formal dining room. Did you have a formal, like, you know what I mean? Like a dining table with chairs and you know what I mean? Like a formal dining room. Did you do that? <laughs> Those are two different questions. Did you have a foreign dining room table? And did you have a table with chairs? <laughs> we did have a table with chairs. <laughs> uh, it was, it was not incredibly formal. It was like a, like, like, like a kitchen situation. Yeah. Like, a, like it was, the, the kitchen was right next to the dining room. And actually, the dining table that I grew up like eating on in my parents' house is now the dining table and chairs at my house. I love that dining yeah. table and chairs. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so that's what you... Okay, so now, did you guys do anything fancy like on Sundays? Did your parents do a Sunday meal? You know what I mean? Or like that was like Sunday dinner, you went to mass, you did Sunday dinner and like they got out like the nice china or was that... Did y'all ever do that kind of stuff? You, you know me as an adult. Do you think I grew up with fine china? <laughs> Does anything about me say fine china? Listen, there's a lot of things I try not to say about you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just asking. Did y'all do, okay, did you do Sunday dinners? Uh, no, I mean, we, we ate dinner as a family, like most days. Like yeah. so, sometimes, like my dad worked shift work, so we weren't always all together. But like we would typically like have meals together whenever like we'd come home from sports and those sorts of things. And that kind of stuff. Sunday was just, I mean... No, no, I mean, not, not so Sunday much. wasn't special. Okay, so I'm trying to set this up for what I did. The too. Lord's Day wasn't special is what I just said. Whoops. <laughs> that is not what he meant. Um, so we have a, like, my parents have, like, a really fancy dining room table. And it, they didn't buy it. We all know. Okay, just calm down. <laughs> they got it from someone. I don't know. And it has, like, multiple leaves, okay? You know what you know what that, like, it's, like, at the middle piece that you can take out or take in to make it a bigger table or or take out the leaf and it makes oh, it smaller. I didn't know those were called leaves. Yeah, they're called they leaves. shouldn't be called leaves. I don't that know why. No Nobody asked me. I know. It's so dumb. But this one has two leaves, okay? That's how like this table gets ginormous um but like right now nobody lives there so it's just no leaves but the chairs at the time which i don't think it's the same chairs although watch me go to my parents this week and then i'll be like oh these are the exact chairs i was talking about but they were like they had they have cane you're not gonna know any of this stuff like it like a cane backing c-a-n-e like that's the type of wood or whatever like it's Sugar. like a, yeah exactly <laughs> no i think so i think that's exactly what it is it's like this cane weave cane backing and like it's like this 
I don't know, like it's got these uh, fabric, chair, whatever. I don't have a formal dining table. I'm, I'm not into it. But they were. And they had China, I think from my dad's mother. I'm making up this stuff. They're not going to watch this show. Sure, my grandmother. We'll I'm just say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because they hate Taylor. Um, and so we would have Sunday dinner. My father would make his homemade spaghetti sauce. You know, my dad's 100% Italian. Everybody loves when I talk about this. Not really, not at all. Yeah, this is one of the three, show, three stories you always share. In the it's all I ever show. say. Yeah. I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> and so my dad would get up like super early and cook the sauce all day. And then we would go to mass and come home and like it would take all day to get ready. But we would dip bread in the sauce like all day long and be like, dad, it needs more of this, whatever. So we were full by the time it was time to eat. So here's the thing. One day my parents were doing something in the dining room and this is when we lived in Natchitoches in Louisiana. And my brothers at the time, I only had two because one of the brothers was born here in Houston. And so it's me and two brothers and the dining room chairs were put in a circle in the playroom. We had a playroom. I think probably what happened was my parents entertained a lot because we lived in Louisiana. There wasn't a lot to do. So they would have people over all the time. And so usually that meant like they probably had like a small group of people over and they were just sitting, whatever. <laughs> so I decide to tell my brothers that mom and dad wanted us to play a game on the dining room chairs. <laughs> and I went and I got a whole thing of green grapes and I put like a lot of green grapes in each chair. And then I told my brothers to go and sit on them and squish them into the fabric of the dining room chairs. I'd like to pause at this moment and ask you, did you ever do anything to your house that your parents would weep? <laughs> uh, I mean, would I have ever thought to put grapes on furniture? No. Did I do other things to bother my parents? I'm sure. <laughs> What's the worst thing you ever did to your house? Like to a piece of furniture, to a wall, to a staircase? <laughs> Let's see what you think about this story. So we, I, I, because my dad worked shift work, I spent a lot of my older older years of childhood sleeping in our room above the garage. We had a, it was like a- Oh, cool. Like an a, apartment? Kind of, but it like didn't, but yes, and had a bed and it had a TV and like we all all hang out up there and everything. Yeah. But the one thing that it didn't have was a bathroom. Oh, gosh. But when you're sleeping outside, you know, like out of the main house, it was uh -huh. like you had to go outside into the backyard to like get to it. So like, you know. I know where this is going. Middle of like middle of the night at 3 a.m. when you wake up, you don't want to go inside, undo the house alarm, all this stuff. So I would um, relieve myself in the natural manner um, from the second floor balcony, <gasps> like to the ground, which was funny because like, so, like because you're in high school, like you sleep till late hours, right? So sometimes I'd get up and I'd think it was 2 a.m. Other times I went to bed at 2 a.m. And so the rest of my family was, you know, awake having breakfast. <laughs> no! And they just see a stream of, you know, that, that stuff. That's what I did. <laughs> I forget that you were also the only boy in your family. Yeah. So you got away with that kind of Not stuff. Not allowed to live in the house is, is the theme that you're seeing here. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, they probably were like, ah, oh, that's fine. We'd rather it smell like boy out there. No than... one ever told me to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just Taylor. They're like, oh, that's fine. So what about as a dad? What are some things that have your kids taken a Sharpie and gone on a, I don't know, a precious heirloom or. <laughs> it's mostly the walls. We got our walls um, 
like professional somebody gifted us professionally painted walls when we moved into the house oh how nice because that like the house that we moved into had a lot of like so the options that we had with our budget was like you know a shack or you know like <laughs> this other place Stop. so there were there were, but to be honest there were some like really nice houses that were really small like newer houses or this older house with a lot of room for a big yeah. family but it needed a lot of work so somebody gifted us like hey we'll get the whole house repainted and like three weeks later, just Sharpie all over it. So we had to uh, spot clean a lot of those areas. Do you use it in a magic racer? Like the Mr. Clean? Like, does that work? Or oh, you we don't use even this know. thing called paint. See, I don't know. My kids didn't do the wall situation, but I like, here's what's so funny. I don't remember my kids doing anything, but that's probably because I don't remember anything. I have the worst memory ever. Except I don't about remember. My childhood. It's probably because I don't remember. I know. <laughs> right? That was really, <laughs> listen, very deep. This is a very deep show, but I do remember. And this is because my mother brings it up all the time that when you go through her yearbooks, I don't know if your parents have their yearbooks still from like high school and no. college. What? Yeah, they barely had printing presses back then. <laughs> <laughs> they have one photo of themselves when they came I over. I face on stone. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor parents. They don't watch the show either. So anyway, um, but I took a pen and I scratched out her face in like every single anything. And she was homecoming queen in high school. <laughs> So apparently I don't like pretty girls. You know, lots has changed. I hate this woman. Who is this? It's my mother. <laughs> my therapist makes me bring the books every time I come to therapy. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I don't remember my kids doing, I think it's because uh, they have a better parent than I did. I'm just kidding. My mom was like the ultimate. I'm kidding. She loves me now. She does love you now. No. Ma'am, if you would like to disown your daughter and no, uh, take me in. Here's my real joke. My mom, I say this to my kids all the time. I say constantly, I had a better mother than you. I was like, that's your fault. I say that to them all the time because my mom, Vicky, is like the mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like they wrote the word mom and then it's just my mom's picture. So that's why I have to make jokes because it's not real. <laughs> it's not true at all. No, my dad. No, I'm just kidding. So... <laughs> But um, but what's really what's really interesting, and I think you'll appreciate this. My parents, they took the garage and they made it into a playroom because it was a small house in Louisiana, and there wasn't like as they kept having kids, which they only ended up with four. Act like I grew up with like you know whatever, and um, but my mom had the the garage redone right and like it was like legit into a playroom, <laughs> but then they had a guy come in and build. You're, you're gonna love this actually build play pins for us so we each had our own play pin it's your dream so i went I into a cage a warthog and now you have a pen <laughs> you kind of gave me ptsd i was like uh if he only knew but also olivia where are we right now yeah we're in a garage i know that's where i got the idea like hey you can make anything out this of your is, garage nathan made you a playroom and this is your pen <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> well, here's what's so brilliant. My parents put the um the hook of the playpens on the outside so we couldn't get out. When and but Taylor, I was 
almost 10 years old when we moved and I still had my own bin. <laughs> like I would, my parents would be like, okay, everybody go into your little like play pins. And all of our like books and toys and stuff was right there. And they would shut the little gate and hook it. And now like looking back, I'm like, that was genius because we didn't have the space in our house for us to each have our own like cubby situation. And I'm like, man, my parents were really smart. And <laughs> I love that you're like, that borderline child abuse, brilliant. <laughs> it wasn't. We could They breathe. locked us in beds in the garage for hours at a time. It was so smart. They were there. <laughs> they threw bread at us. It was fine. <laughs> no, it was really pretty slatted wood, actually. <laughs> so, or we were outside. We played outside a lot. We were on three and a half acres. So it was when we moved to the big city that I think they were like, where do we put these kids now? It was a lot smaller and, uh, and yeah, in fact, what's funny is that the garage also became what was a mother-in-law suite and that became a playroom. Do you guys have a playroom like at your house or did you grow up with one? Or, uh, we did, I mean, I guess you had the apartment. We did not grow Yeah. We did not grow up with one other than like, I mean, it was like the adult, like the older kid playroom. Like yeah. where me and all my friends hung out yeah. above the garage. But my kids, my kids have a playroom. They um, do. Yeah. So they've got all their toys and stuff in there. It's they've brilliant. A TV. Yeah. So that is... Um, again, kind of like your parents, it is my, it is their pen. It is like, shut, shut up the and door. go away. <laughs> go over there. We've bought you hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars of toys. Go in there and leave us alone. <laughs> right. Shut the door. It's mommy and daddy time. Yes, always. You guys, this has been fantastic. I don't want you to leave because we have an incredible guest coming up. So don't go anywhere. You are tuned into It's Not That Late with Love Harrison. Hello and welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I have got the one and only Paige Ryan with me, which until about three seconds ago, I thought her name was Paige Wren. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I also thought, um, and it, here's what's so great, Paige. I was going to introduce you as the only uh, women's basketball player that oh. I know because I equate you to female sports because when I started following, I know, look at your face. You're like, I, none of that applies to me. Okay. When I started following you on Instagram, you were doing a lot of things with basketballs and like showing like your trophies. So I was like, oh, she's a famous WNBA player. <laughs> No. And so in my mind, you're Cheryl Swoops. Oh, Is that okay I'll with take you? It. I'll take it. The best thing I've been called all day. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Everyone, Cheryl Swoops. Okay. <laughs> you look great. You look great, Paige. I still got it. What can I say? I still got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if you remember what I'm talking about. Oh, I when do. You were, like, really? Oh, oh yeah, you do. Okay. On. I do. So. I don't want to even get, I don't even want the people to know what it is that you are famous for. I'd like to, I'd like to put a pin in that. <laughs> That's fine. I'd like to talk about, <laughs> we'll get to that later, Paige. Jeez. I'd like to focus on your pretend basketball career <laughs> that I am determined <laughs> that you have. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. Did you play basketball? Yeah. I, first of all, I'm <laughs> six foot one and I'm a size 13 foot. If I didn't play basketball, I'd have some real problems. Okay. Like, are you serious? Yeah. See if I can. That's amazing. Okay, so where did you play basketball? I played. Oh, I played. <laughs> yes. I, for everyone watching and who has a foot fetish, listen, Paige, it's not that Adam, late. Adam, very flexible. More and more flexible as the day goes on, um, So, which is good, which is good. No, I am. Um, this is a great look, show. Happening? That is a great show already. I know, I, I got, Let's call this 
a day. A lot more <laughs> body tricks. But but well, but the, the basketball thing, in my generation, when you were 10 or 11 or 12 and you were giant <laughs> and like the gym teacher was like, you get on the basketball team. I don't know how you're going to make it in life if you don't put that body somewhere. Right. Now, when Where's you're like point? Yeah, now yeah. five, you end up doing like tryout teams and all kind of that stuff. But anyway, but back in my day, <laughs> travel teams, back in my day, it was real simple. I was 12 years old. This, the gym teacher, um, Mrs. Wadlinger, I'll never forget Mrs. Wadlinger. She was like, listen, you need to go out for the basketball team. You, this is it. It's happened. And I, and I ended up in sixth grade getting cut from the team. I think I was five eleven. It was like very humiliating because I was like here and the other girls were like down here. But the woman was like, listen, her show's not how to play. So I went home and I taught myself. I went to basketball camps, came back, and it became a passion for many, many years. I ended up playing, you know, playing basketball in college. I, you know, I got trophy. What I, I had a high school career, which was wonderful. Um, I found a place for all the limbs and the big feet and the, and the angst because basketball is a great, like, intense person's uh, sport. And uh, it was great. Yeah. And now the best part <laughs> Where is- Where did you play? I played at Brown. Brown University. Oh, Brown. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah. It's a little dinky public school. Very conservative. <laughs> Actually, I, I took a picture of, of, of myself uh, in a JP2 We Love You t-shirt. And my dad was there and he was wearing a brown sweatshirt. I'm like, I can take a picture of this. I don't know if there's a lot of that, that happening at the same time. Not so much. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, not, anymore. not anymore. Not ever. Maybe That's not ever. So maybe not ever. But- Maybe not. The ever. coolest thing is I have a group of teammates that I still love and hang out with, and I'm the smallest one. So that's that's the coolest thing. Are you really? <laughs> well, they may I'm I'm in I'm I'm on the smaller side of the group. Let's put it that way. Man, that's some tall friends. Yes. I love it. So why okay, so let's be honest. Why didn't you go into it professionally? Oh, I wasn't like, why, good enough. Was that a oh, dream? Oh no, I wasn't good enough. Oh, no. you weren't. And truthfully, okay. when I got to college, I saw lots of cute boys and lots of bars <laughs> with my name on it. And basketball, you know, college sports is is incredibly intense. It's like a full-time job. Yeah. And yeah. I it's that is a very long story, but I made a departure <laughs> from my athletic career thinking that boozing up with Euro boys, you know you know, princes from Uman and wherever they were from would be fun. And so I left my athletic career to uh, pursue drinking and. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, this is a great show. This is going to be a drinking game. This, uh, this interview right here is so fantastic. So, but here's the thing. I love that you went from basketball to obviously being on ancient TV. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but this is another obviously. this is another timing thing where thank God God, you know, I was born in 1975. So I was like at 12, I could still play basketball because again, youth sports has changed so much. And thank God I was somebody that like my husband and I were really into renovation and we were doing flips when nobody was doing it. Like nobody. Way before Joanna oh Gaines. You don't Joanna. say her name. I didn't even know. She was like, I don't didn't get a we period didn't say yet. Her okay. Name. Like, I don't know. <laughs> She was a zygote. Come on, Joanne. Don't even talk to me about her. Shiplap was, no. But we were doing that. And then I was also trying to be the next Meryl Streep in New York City. Like, I wanted to do dramatic roles and cry on camera, which if we want, I could make that. But I was really. I was, wait a second. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So wait, I didn't even ask you. What did you get your degree in at Brown? Oh, were you in theater? They don't theater really give or... degrees out. They just, um, they give. They're like, just tell people you went to Brown. <laughs> I majored in urban studies. In I majored Brown. in urban studies because I wimped out on architecture. That's, we want the full story. We want this to go that dark into the majoring and this drinking and then being too afraid to become an architect. But, um, but I, I was fa- I'm always fascinated about design, homes, uh, buildings, city planning, all that stuff. 
um, kind of mess around in business. And again, um, this is all, you know, I've been in recovery for 25 years, so we, we don't have to go dark, but let's say there was a big shift, but where I was going yeah. was, was down fast. But anyway, I got into recovery. I cleaned my life up a bit and, um, I actually in recovery found out that I, I love performing. I love characters. I love talking. <laughs> I love talking. Um, and so I thought, you know, acting really was calling my name. They weren't looking for a six, one Meryl Streep for anything. Shocking. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't seen that yet. So maybe now, maybe now's the I time. Know. I missed my, my window. I don't know. I missed my window of I the overgrown ingenue that was cried a lot. I missed her. Listen, um, you're on this show. So <laughs> I think I made yeah. it mom. This is it. I made it. Here's your moment. I don't need anything else. <laughs> I'm so happy for it's you. So much better. Congratulations. Better than really. that is so funny. Okay. So you're in New York. You're trying to be Meryl Streep and then you fall into HGT. Well, then I'm, I mean, the roles, the roles I was getting were like super weird, 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 like thrice off Broadway stuff. Or I was getting like the, like the, the telecom, like cherry picker worker, like, like the, something I was like, I was way far away from the camera in the commercial, or I was like the mom of the, I don't know, basketball player, like, a, you know, tall mom stuff right. or, or like <laughs> women who have need strength in their job like roles and like, you know, anyways, weird stuff, weird stuff. And my agent was like, this is not really working out. This is, what about the home shows? We got some home shows. I see that when you come into my office, you're covered in, in drywall dust, which I was because my husband and I were always like redoing a house that nobody else wanted. And I, and, and literally always like, like literally living in construction sites. Like are we lived in construction sites and he would say, what's up with this? You know, you're always like working, like what is, what's your husband's, you know, renovating something. What is it? It wasn't what it was today. Okay. It was like a novel hobby. And so he's like, I got, so I started interviewing or auditioning for those kinds of shows like those. And there were just a few. You're telling me these are actors that are on our HGTVs. Is that what you're telling me? Are you ruining reality television? I will say yes. Okay. Especially in the beginning, in the beginning, like they were not going to put a, de a designer or architect on television unless they had a like lot Ty of Pendleton? Like, what are we talking oh, about? I mean, well, now I, he's delicious. He's beautiful. I, 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 I say, I don't, I don't watch HGTV <laughs> anymore, so I can't always, but I will say that they, they do. I only know the old school. They wanted people with television experience. I also had a stint on right. QVC because somehow when you're on the way to Meryl Streep, QVC makes so much sense. <laughs> right? Like, if you tell me you're now on Shark Tank with Lori, that's the only QVC thing I know. Oh, that would have been good. No, I was like selling makeup on QVC because I could talk nonstop. And that's like pretty much the only thing, the only qualification uh, to but be I on QVC. That's, so QVC got you onto HGTV and you were on, which show were you on? So the show is Hidden Potential. So I, you know, and again, this is, okay. a, the, I, the, I walked in and I like, I'm like, we've, we're doing this work. I can talk. I, you know, QVC, they're like, you're a little big. But we'll take you. <laughs> like, <they're a> little, <laughs> like, we don't know how we're gonna do it with the camera. Like, because I was, I'm, it's, I'm tall for TV, and I, I'm not yeah. being self-deprecating. Like, if you go to a television, people are, people right. are tiny. People are like this big, you know. And right. so, even like my co-star or like my, who's my friend, Brendan Belay, is tiny. And then the other designer on the show, uh, Barry Woods, who, by the way, was, is also a model and an architect. He's also very small. Like, I look like his very large sister. Like, <laughs> we look. <laughs> From from the old from the old land from the right? old from country, the, the cousin from the, the old country, that's Swedish it. I don't know what so anyway long story short I got lots of interesting letters about that season of my life but but that was it I mean and, and I look I loved it and I I, I loved talking yeah. and connecting with real people so most of the people were real and and I think so that that come and want something 
you know, want their house redone, want to look for a new house, want ideas, um, need help. I love that. That was really, really fun. And so now, but here's what's so fascinating about the whole thing is that really and truly you are thought of, and, and because now you're into, you know, you have a couple of books. I don't know if you know this and they're all about, I mean, you're, you're the home design gal. Like I watch you on Instagram and I'm like, look at all the glasses that she's getting (laughs) and what is she doing? And then like, I think I sent you my house when I bought my house because it's a mid-century modern. I I don't know house. Oh my gosh. And I don't know what to do with it. I need you to live next door to me. First of all, you need to be on this show every day. And then say, <laughs> could you imagine? I don't know if Jesus loves the world that Lord, much. if it be your will, I'm just saying. <laughs> like it's too much Catholicism spirit. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot. Um, and just, you can help me make this house into the madman house. It's supposed my to be, gosh. but you, I know, I know you'd love it. You need to come visit. I'm not kidding. You're invited anytime. But now this is your space. I mean, you are a designer. Like you are a home designer. Like it's just so cute. Like to hear your story of God's like, this is adorable. She thinks she's playing basketball, (laughs) you know? And then he's like, what is she doing? And, and now you have this entire career. You know what I mean? Like it, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Like, have you ever, pa- I'm sure you have, I'm sure you've had a cup of coffee looking at your beautiful green glass that you've bought and said, who knew I'd be here? <laughs> I mean, well, I, God is hilarious. I mean, I mean, the Lord is, like, he is funny. so funny. I mean, he made I us, mean look, so. I mean, like I was not looking for so many of the things that have plopped into my life. I mean, my gosh, it was just so funny. But I think even like being on HGV, there was, there's so many pivots and there was like, I hate to overuse that word, but a pivot away from even traditional interior design. Cause it's kind of mean and it's kind of snarky. And it's kind of rude and it's kind of materialistic and it's kind of bossy. And it's kind of like wants everyone to do the same thing. And so even that experience, although I love design and I'm going to like, stay here. I mean, traditional interior design and I are even not, we're no longer friends. We no longer hang out. We don't, we don't even look at each other when we like, we're in like Starbucks together. Me designer, like, look, go look at your, whatever you're doing, look books or whatever. I want to talk to real people and help real people with real budgets, who, by the way, have real objectives for their home beyond posting it um, to really be a living, breathing entity that supports your family. I mean, you can do that in fabulous ways, but I think we've lost our way a little bit. Traditional interior design, um, the Joanna stuff. It's a lot of copycat. It's just not a home is, you know, that's not what's supposed to be. Yeah. Everybody's house looks like the inside of a target. It reminds me, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm like, sure where's the bullseye? The bullseye's next. Right? <laughs> like, right. No, it's so, it's funny because I feel like it's difficult. I don't know how you feel. Um, I feel like you and I are similar in that we're not the traditional Catholic homemaker um, kind of a thing. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess. I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not a Martha at all. No. You know, I'm a convert. I was like a pagan with an attitude up until like five years ago. So, <laughs> how's it going? It's going great. It's going great. Pro pro Catholicism. It's so I admit, we're the stay Lord with is it? hilarious. The Lord has a sense of humor. <laughs> I mean, so you never saw this coming. Never saw it. Coming. You really were like a pagan pagan, like for real. Like you were like atheist. What are we talking I mean, about? Listen, like how, I was, how pagan we talking, Paige? We're talking like like baptized Greek Orthodox, but my parents were like, we're not gonna go again though. Like you know, so it was like we're gonna get you washed up, but then we're not. So it wasn't a part of my life growing up. And then I got into recovery sort of around the time that I decided majoring in drinking would be a good idea. Drinking, eating, and men would be like a great uh, major. And then in- they talk about that in the Bible. Yeah, it is. Actually, yes. Yeah, there was. There was a popular subject. There was a demoniac was majored in drinking, eating, and men. His name is Paige. But uh, no, but I, 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 at that point, 
I'm like, you know what? The, so I w- I'm 12 steps of AA and, and these programs are a big part of my sure. life. And there is a big sort of new agey deep dive or an invitation to seek and to, again, I, I do believe I have a God-sized soul and I know this isn't the show for me to share. Yeah, it's great. But no, I mean, like, this is perfect. But no, like God-sized soul, like we're all trying to fill it with something. Some of us try to fill it a lot for many years with a lot of things, like all the things. And then there's others that Amen. are like, well, we, you know, they realize I try to fill it with anything and everything that would fit. Wow, it would fit. Yeah. Um and and from that you. though, you end up being like, oh my gosh, nothing is gonna fit it. But now, like, maybe I can like look up all the Louise Hay books and crystals and mantras. Maybe I can go to a Native American sweat lodge, maybe I can do some beads. Like you become like all in on anything not religious. I need all the things. Give yeah. it to me on. I was joking around. I watched this video about the Holy Spirit and even about speaking in tongues and like parts of Catholicism that people are like, that's a little weird. I'm like, if you think that's weird, you've never had a new agey season. Like you've never had, like, <laughs> you never had a summer and the new age. Totally. <laughs> you've never been yeah. like a native American sweat lodge and it shows like you've never like, it shows. come on. You've never had a dream catcher. You've never had a dream catcher. You've yeah. never like gone to one of those stores yeah. where all the rose, all the yeah. things look like rosaries, but none of them are. Anyway, it's, Look, right. I think we're natural seekers. Some of us have a bigger hunger to seek yeah. and then we want to seek the low hanging fruit. And and for me, I'd been turned off from religion, oddly at Brown. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but I think, I, I think a part of it was Come being a Brown. Brown. Part of it, part of it, part of it. Can't, can't blame them completely. But then, I mean, the church just revealed itself in all these beautiful people um, who I expected to be like, you suck, you're a pagan, you don't have any faith, you don't have any religion, you're broken, you're horrible. And instead they were like, we like you just as you are. And I, and I, you know, I, and, and, and we've prayed that more people like you would come up because Katie Kelly and, and Catherine that have been here since birth, they're great, but we need you too. <laughs> you know, that's exactly right. Well, and here's the thing. And in the Bible, I, I feel bad. I feel like uh, they get so excited about the sinners coming back <laughs> and the converts and that, you know, like the prodigal son, there's a lot of times you're sitting here like, well, maybe I should go and take my inheritance. So all of, you know. <laughs> heaven rejoices and my husband's like no that's not at all what that <laughs> maybe that's i need to go out for a little like, no i know i think I, it's funny because i think i have i have some friend, friends who are cradle, cradle catholics and they're like what is all this? like what yeah. you have like a sense of it but it's a newness right last week first first we last it's thank cool. god right um but no it's a newness and also as an adult coming upon all these things and also having tried everything else truly I mean, okay. So, really. so that's a great, great segue into this question of what had to quiet down in your life in order for you to hear God calling you to Catholicism specifically. Oh my gosh. Um, I think so. The word that just came into my head was the achievement train that had to quiet down. Mm. Now the achievement train led me to binging my brains out on food, drinking myself to oblivion and seeking any male who, especially the males that were mean, any male's attention. Like those, they, they, the toxic ones. I love the mean ones. I love the mean ones. I married the nicest yeah, guy in the world. And I'm like, really? I just weird. It's just funny. Um, but no, I mean the, the achievement train. So when I was growing up, I didn't hear about heaven, but I heard a lot about Princeton. I heard, I heard a lot about, you know, places That's where you could hilarious. go if you, if you work yeah. really hard and you're really good at a lot of things and you, by the way, kick a few people up to the side, then you can get this narrow way to an Ivy League life where you have everything and you have a lot of money and hopefully you marry somebody who did the same thing. And then you all go into the sunset mm-hmm. with all of your things and your achievements and everybody's awed by it. And diplomas. And diplomas. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, if you have children, great. Yeah. But if you can't fit, get the things, you know, get the things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think sobriety and abstinence, like these different programs, like I, they did quiet a lot of that for me. And I realized, wow, I have been on that train and I, 
because I wanted to be valid. I wanted to be loved and I want everybody to think I was great because of all these things. Um, and I think that that it's very hollow, you know, it's a, just a hollow pursuit. Yeah. It, it absolutely is. Well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. you should have gotten your welcome kit by now. I mean, you've been here. <laughs> didn't come. Five didn't years. Come. Didn't come. A lot of rosaries, <laughs> but didn't get the welcome kit. <laughs> the Catholic church shows up with a blueberry pie, uh, <laughs> which that would be kind of nice. It would be actually. That should be a teaching. We should add that to the. I might leave for a weekend just so I can come back and get a blueberry pie. Just kidding, everyone. Don't leave the church. Okay. Um, it's, not, it's not that late. I'm going to get canceled so easily. What? No. This is awesome. Look, look, we got to re- We got to energize. You know, we need more baked goods. I don't know. We need more, more of a welcome wagon. Come on. Like, that's right. I love it. Paige, the books that you have written, one was just released um, November 2021, and we are in the spring of 2022. Listen, years are hard right now for me. I got to be honest. This has been like a 28-year pandemic. I don't know. <laughs> what day is it? No, Where for I sure. Am. 100%. I don't know. Yeah. So to me, your book is brand new. <laughs> came out, me too. Came out you and me both. You and me both. You and me both. I have no idea. Uh it's a, from what I could tell, uh, because I'm not a scholar, I'm going to be really honest with you, but for, I did, I've bought your books that I could find. So I, you're welcome. Thank you. No, I'm just thank kidding. You did not need my thank purchase. You. You're doing just fine on your own, but this one seems to be a little bit more spiritual mm-hmm. than before. What kind of was the catalyst for that? Yeah, that's a great question. I, um, you know, as I said, I was on HGTV and I, I liked the fact that I was talking to real people, but I didn't like how, how bitchy and snotty a lot of the, the business was and we were going to dictate. So I wrote my first book really about encouraging people to listen to themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think when you write a book, you write it for yourself in a way too. And I was hearing for myself to listen to myself while I was writing my first book, I was discerning conversion really. Um, and, and, and it, I mean, <laughs> it was a two decade con- like discernment, but anyway, that was a part of it. And it's um, a real discernment. It was really discerned. I discerned the heck out of it. It was discerned (laughs) to a pulp. (laughs) Um, Like drywall. It really was. It was. But then, you know, I really thought I still felt like my work was in this silo and my spiritual life. And for me, my recovery and conversion are very intertwined. It's like, it's like they Mm -hmm. can never, somebody said to me at my church, can you talk about your conversion story? I'm like, it's ugly and it's long. Like, it's not like Mother Teresa touched my forehead. How about it's, it's real really real and human. How about that? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> and also you need some time. Like you're going to need some time. People sit down. They may be, may not look at me the same way, but, uh, but I, I think it, you know, I met this one, Victoria Dursock, this wonderful author. Who's like, she's like a, a Christian book machine to be quite honest. And she invited me to, to say, well, what about like combining this love of the home and, and the spiritual life? And isn't it crazy how there's a duality between the work God did, does on us and the work that we do on the home. And there really is, there really is this, I mean, we're being renovated by the Lord. So long as we, open our ears and eyes and hearts to him. And then we are hoping to renovate our homes. And I, I, I think the whole book is, is encouraging that and encouraging conversation between women about that. Oh, so. I love that. That was your good, like Miss America speech, you know, and encouraging women for world peace. <laughs> Someone please talk to me because I, I am a it. talker and I need conversation. That's, that's what I think this is fantastic. I'm like sitting here. I forgot we were on a show. I was like, Hold on, I need to refill my coffee. I'm like, this is this is wonderful, Paige. I oh, literally so can't nice. wait till this happens in real life because I think it's I'm happen. trying to act very cool and calm and not be like, yes, yes. <laughs> 
It's happening. I'm seeing the mid-century house. I'm going to get myself to Texas. Yes, as soon as my children don't have need every to. second of the day, I'll be there. I love it. No, this is so great. Listen, I want to play a game with you when I get back. And it's not quite a game game. I think it'll be interesting whenever we get back um, to do something with you. Are you open to that? Are you going to, will you stay right there? I'm wide open. I'm wide open. <laughs> All right, you guys, don't go anywhere. You are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Well, hi, y'all. This is your favorite mom influencer, Wendy. How y'all doing today? Now, listen, I'm going to tell y'all some tips and tricks about your home because I love the gospel about Martha and Mary, and I don't care what they say that Mary should be sitting there listening to Jesus. She should be up helping Martha. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a reason why Martha Stewart is named Martha Stewart, because she knows how to have a house and how to keep a home. So that is what we're going to talk about today, and I am going to influence you and what you do for your home because I'm a mom-fluencer, and I deny choose it, it chose me. So here's the thing. Y'all might have noticed my big bright earrings and how lovely they are. And they say Christmas. And you know why? That's because it's my choice. And that is how your home should be. Your body is your outside home and your home is your home. So if you want to decorate for Christmas on yourself, you should. And if you want to decorate inside your house for Christmas, you can. These are the rules. There are no rules. You need to do whatever you need to do. Now, your home should look like you and what's important to you. So let me show you something, you guys. We're going to make a little something for your house today. I want you to get all of your collectibles, all the things your babies have made you throughout the years, maybe some trips you've gone on, like to Hawaii. Maybe your husband hasn't brought you anywhere since your honeymoon, but that's fine. We don't have to talk about that right now, okay? <laughs> that's just silly. Um, maybe there's some things you got at a craft fair and you just don't know what to do with it. Well, I'm gonna show you. Y'all, first of all, you need a tray. Okay, everybody's got a tray. You just get yourself a tray. All right, y'all. Now, in this tray, you're going to put all your lovies. And that's what I call them. I call them your lovies. Because it's just the things that you just want to love on. And when you're just having a bad day, like when the kids say, Mom, I didn't like the lunch you made. and Or, Mom, you didn't sign my permission slip. And you're like, okay, <laughs> we don't have to be so mean. Okay, so you just go and you look at your lovies. Now, here's something that's super important to me that I'm gonna put in my tray. This is my tray, okay? You make your tray, okay? You do you, okay? <laughs> Just like my earrings. All right, this is the Lord. This is, this is an Easter egg. Inside is the story of Jesus and the resurrection. But look on the outside, it's just a palm leaf. Nobody knows Jesus is in there, okay? Which is just like Jesus in our heart, okay? He's in there. See, so much deepness going on in my tray. So this is just so that you know the Lord is in there and he is watching over you. Now, one of my babies gave this sweet thing to me and I don't really know how to do it. I think I, think I press it. Oh, look at that, y'all. It's opening up. It's like, oh, look at that. This is just so exciting. Now, I'm going to balance it out. I got the Lord and the palm leaf on one side, and I have, oh, my goodness, y'all. I've got this, you're a mom worth celebrating. That's what it says. And on the inside, it says, beautiful you. I'm going to just put that right there. They're such a lovely. Okay, so now 
the other things I want to add to my tray. So when I'm having a hard time and I am just not feeling like I am lovable, which I know inside I am. I teach my babies that, and I know that I believe that as well, that the good Lord made me for a good reason. We just might not always know what it is. So some other things that make me happy are, you know, from a trip that I went, well, this wasn't actually my trip. This was a trip that my husband went on, and he he got to go to Hawaii twice, and that's fine. I don't really care, but he did bring me back these really pretty shells, and so I'm going to put that there as a reminder that he loves me. So that's why those are there. And then there's also some of these as well. And then I've got a sign that my baby made and it says hope. Because <laughs> that's what I want to have. I mean, that's what I have. I have hope. Look at this tray, everybody. Isn't this lovely? This is how you decorate your home. If you walked in and saw this in someone's home, you'd be like, they sure do know what they're doing. This is unbelievable. All right, you guys, this has just been the best ever. I love being your mom fluencer. And um, I hope y'all just have a great day. This has been Wendy. Bye, y'all. Hello and welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I am still here with the amazing Paige Ryan who I still didn't get the, the 411 on her name and why I learned in between breaks that that is not her real name, it's her fake name, but we're not gonna do that. You know why? Because maybe she'll come back. Okay. So we'll talk about her name next time. Okay. I, gotta, I gotta butter up a little bit because Taylor is just itching to be on camera. He can't stand that I have this much time and he does it. He wants to, <laughs> he hates me. <laughs> he, <Yep. laughs> does not one of those statements is true <laughs> <laughs> oh he's kidding Paige know, um we're gonna play a game with Paige okay. and this is I don't know if game's the right word I bought her books and in the back of each chapter of her first book Paige has these really deep questions and I thought <laughs> what if Taylor asked us the questions oh. and we have to answer <laughs> So we're ready. We're ready. Okay. Paige did not know this. I don't know the questions. I literally screenshotted them and sent them to Taylor. I don't know which ones he's going to ask. Well, I, uh, I I say this every time I'm with a group of women. There's no deep thinking allowed in this. <laughs> okay. Segment. Just There's answer. No rapid fire. This is rapid fire. Deep. Rapid, rapid fire. fire. This, is, this is what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> Are you ladies ready? Yeah, we're born ready. List five at. Uh, we'll start. Wait, with, how we'll start do we win game. though? How do we win the game? Yeah, um, I will decide the winner based on whatever criteria I have in my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe we could be on a team together and like no, work no, together. No. Can we form an Another alliance? Another thing I usually do is pit two women against each other and see who wins. <laughs> I only do that if it's arm wrestling. Just so you know, I never do that. Cerebral challenges, just you know. <laughs> I do that with pillow fighting. Go ahead, Taylor. All right. List five, uh, we'll start with Paige. List five oh attributes or short phrases that describe the house you grew up in. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Okay. Colonial. Um, uh, proper. Um, trying real hard. Um, stencils. Um, can we be country? That's. So you grew up in the South in like the 1790s? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, if my parents were watching, they'd be heartbroken. So mom and dad, lovely, colonial, but also country sometimes, and lots of blue. It's all cleaned up. Lots of blue. Yeah. Yeah. Blue yeah. and white oh, was I in thought for you said a while. lots of blue. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> another show. Just in case my parents are watching, I just wanted to let no, everyone no. know. Blue, blue, <laughs> blue. Good gracious. All right, Olivia. All right. 
Uh, my house, uh, I had two that I'm going to think of. Tudor. One was a tutor. Uh, one had lots of land. One, uh, both were just very homey. Like apparently you're supposed to say traditional, I guess. Like there wasn't like a, a decor sense. It was family pictures or like things that we got on trips. You know what I mean? There wasn't like a, like a theme. Um, I, it smelled like boy. <laughs> I guess I had three brothers. I'm sure it's on my house. Especially, yeah, especially the, the game room constantly smelled like a brother. I don't know. And, uh, I would say less of toys. There was a lot of toys everywhere, Aww. like a ton. Yeah. I don't know if that works. I All right, Taylor, we're ready. How do we do? Live one that How'd one. How do we do? Live one that one. Yeah. P- no, Paige is winning. Okay. Ow, dang uh, it. <laughs> Paige has had a better life thus far. Okay. Ah, <laughs> There's a non-neutral uh, gu- uh, judging here, but. I just I just love that it was all like the colonial stuff. And then you're just like country. I was like, oh, so the South that wanted to be its own yep. country. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> thinks that means Texas flags. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Paige. Yes. Think about a house other. Th- Why am I reading these questions? You wrote them. Uh, I remember. Question, I was pre-COVID. I, I don't remember anything. Go to a different. Pa- you could go to a different. No, picture I don't too. want to. Oh, okay. Uh, think I'm in charge. Oh, think, I know. Think about a house other than your own in which you had a lot of good times. In five words, mm. what made it awesome? Oh my gosh, my grandparents' house. Just I can remember. Mm. Lots of wood. Always smelled like Italian food. Um, they had a. They had like a brown and orange plaid couch and then a brown and orange shag rug like i can be there right now um and my grandmother had this drawer that was like two feet wide full of uh, costume jewelry this is not phrases and bullets i'm sorry but anyway but i can see that lots of brown and orange and just a lot of like warmth and stuff it's great that sounds so fun it was fun that sounds so fun okay me i'm gonna my grandmother's still alive she's 97 and i i too am gonna say her house she has velvet um wallpaper and uh, it's so great and my mom actually the last time she was there took a square and i want to have it framed into my house it's like my favorite um i can i can see the closets because my cousins and i there's 58 of us and we would put on all the things that my aunts had like for their weddings like their hats that no one would do now today and (laughs) we would play in that the carpet absolutely used to be so thick and i don't even know what it was she has um like what is this it's a heater and if you go to one side and you talk through it then a cousin on the other side can listen how fun is that so we did that and then also we got we get measured on the wall so i'm with you friend that is that's so fun this is fun taylor okay one more yeah final question that's a good question okay Okay. sorry this is nice oh this is such well-written questions i mean someone buy this book my pre-covid brain I'm paraphrasing the last question. So okay. if it isn't as good, it's not Paige's fault. <laughs> but we're kind of wrapping a couple of them together. Okay. So uh, we've already talked about these two houses, the houses okay. you grew up in and the houses that you really liked. Um, what of those are like, which of those do you feel apply to your current home? Mm. And uh, if something isn't there, why not? And how are you going to fix it? <laughs> Go Paige. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't blow the lead. You're oh. winning. <laughs> Wow. Okay. This is like a minute left with a ball and I dribble off my foot. No. Um, That's right. I love uh, it. Well, I no. mean, it's hard to dribble anywhere else. We saw that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Taylor. Yes. You're right. And she was good. She was going to come right. back. <laughs> they, they never let me dribble. That's was a rule in the post. Uh, no, I thought, look, I mean, my grandmother's house, um, 
had a lot of stuff. I'm a big, I'm big maximalist. She also um, changed seasonally, like like the Dickens. I, she definitely decorated for every like like patriotic holiday, holiday like the like red white and blue yeah. uh, i think we just are expressing the seasons in the way my grandparents do which i love and i think we have i have a lot of stuff from their house in my house which means a lot so i feel like I've, i have her glass i love her brown glasses i have her linens i have other things you know for my parents house i mean my mom really was like the first person i think is her family to like hire a decorator and like have a scheme and like and use color and be choosy and picky and like go f- and ex- and spend money on stuff you know what i mean and like and i feel like i i'm constantly balancing like the needs of our family not at all buying into the i have to buy expensive but then like a discerning like where are we going to spend money and like put our money into something that's going to last um, so although I could overnight furnish a house from the thrift store and be totally happy, <laughs> like, and really, I feel like with my parents are like, well, let's also buy for longevity. And I feel like that's a big piece, something that I learned from them. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. I think <clears throat> because I bought this house, that- <laughs> mm-hmm. about that. Well, my house is so hard now because it's a mid-century modern and the way that it was designed, it's a piece of art, like the house itself. Yes. It doesn't yes. lend itself to be decorated. The house is like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I know the that is a challenge. Please stop, you know? So there, I've had to figure out, cause I did like how many pictures we had like in the, at my parents. And so I do have a spot and, and it's like our pictures of our family in New York city with a professional photographer that was printed on metal. Like, it's like ridiculous. That would not be what my parents would have, but it's kind of like my way. And then my grandmother, the only piece of artwork that I have up in the house is I, she always signed all of her cards to each of us, like to the grandkids, um, which there's 58 grandkids, 98 grand, grand, great grand. And there's still more to be had. Anyway, she would sign. I love you very, very much grandma. So I got two canvases and I had her write. I love you very, very much in paint on one and grandma on the second. And that's all that hangs in my hallway. So that's how I've like carried her, you know what I mean? That, which isn't exactly her home, but it's the feeling of what she gave me in her home. Does that make sense? So that's kind of what I did. Well, I, first of all, handwriting is so big to me. Like there's something about handwriting in someone's hand. And I, I mean, I can remember my grandmother Mm -hmm. died. Like I just stared at her hands. It's very weird, very weird, but no, I mean, but it is like those, the hands that like, took care of babies right. and cooked for us and wrote. And I, it's funny. My grandmother would write, love you so much. Love you so much. And it's funny. I, she's passed away, but I am going to, I'm going to blow that up. So I'm going to do you something should. with it. Cause it's like, it's you very should. meaningful, you know, meaningful. Yeah. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. Well, Paige, this has been fantastic. Friend, where can people name the books? Where can people find you? This is your moment. This oh is your, this is the big Meryl Streep moment. Make it Meryl. Okay. I'll, I'll get real down. Uh, no, I, first of all, it's been such an honor. So this is the most fun thing of my whole year of 2022 <laughs> by, by a thousand percent, first of all. And thank you very much for having me. And um, oh, I spend you. way too much time on Instagram. So if you want to find me, I'm probably there, probably then going to respond to you immediately. Um, and um, a lot of antics on there on stories. And then my books are sold wherever books are sold. Love the house you're in, especially if you're just starting and you're, or you're confused or stuck or whatever. A lot of exercises for the house there. And Revived and Renovated is a book about, you know, fusing our Christian faith with our journey and our work in our home. And so, um, yeah, they're both for everybody. I love it. I love it, friend. Well, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. We'd love to have you again next time. I won't invite Taylor. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I was the to problem today. <laughs> He's the reason you can hear me all. Come on, Taylor, the bearded wonder. I think oh, I have a crush the bearded on him. wonder. Great. He needed a new nickname. Oh, geez. 
Now you're his favorite guest. You guys, thank you so much. Uh, make sure to visit Paige and all the things. Don't go anywhere. You are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I love it. You guys, welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. This was so much fun. I feel like we are really starting to enjoy the heck out of the show and of our guests. And I could not do it without you. Here's what we need. If you don't mind, I'd love for you to subscribe on YouTube. I'd love for you to subscribe to my social media and go ahead and subscribe to Taylor. Uh, make sure that you're sharing the show with your friends. If you're on the East Coast, you can tune in up there anytime. You can listen to us on Thursday nights, but you can also download the Veritas app and subscribe to all of their social medias. And please go and visit Paige and all of her incredible books at... To be really honest, her two books are really extraordinary. If you're doing anything with your home, if you don't know, what does my house look like? What is my taste? What do I want? She also, which I didn't even get to with her, she actually does courses online and they're not expensive. Like she'll do like a six week course where you can find what is your voice in your home? How can you, you know, represent your faith, what you believe, your family, all within your interior space? Because as we know, if we learned anything, from the pandemic, besides that you can make things out of your garage, is that you need to be in a space in, in your interior life inside and inside your home where it's peaceful and something that you love and enjoy and that speaks to you. So they do absolutely go hand in hand. Um, as always, please follow along at the Liv Harrison. You can check me out on theliveharrison.com. As you know, I have some pilgrimages coming up. I would love for you to join me. There's a whole page dedicated to that. So make sure to check it out and I will see you soon. Don't go anywhere, you guys. Make sure to return and come back because you are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Good night, y'all.